I have another, I have another dish. I have another dish we're gonna offer at our restaurant. The chive white turkey sandwich. Maybe Fun. we should just delete that. Hey, maybe Start just over. delete it and restart, bud. Jay said to keep going. That's hey, why I'm asking. What again. will I do if I lose chive turkey? You know? Eh, fair. Yeah. yeah. Alright. I'm Jeff. So yeah. Yeah. Um oh Hey Jeff. This is Torchlit Tavern. Normally, I don't do the introductions here. Normally, I only do the Torchlit Tavern introductions when it, when it regards to you being able to see us on the Twitch, which if you're not going to our Twitch and checking us out, <laughs> I don't know what you're looking person. Yeah, like, what are you doing? But since today I'm not your Torchlit Twitch master, your man with no plan at all, today I'm just another player, maybe I'll cede the floor to the man, the myth, the legend, Jameson Oxford. I'll cede the now. floor. Hello, Jameson everyone. Now. I'm Jameson Oxford. Fuck. Seating so the floor over. makes I'm the floor slippery, and that's not I'm, that's I'm not already safe. over Mitch today. Uh, hi, everybody. My <laughs> name is Jameson Oxford. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern, a real play 5th edition TTRPG podcast focused on narrative-driven storytelling, uh, playing with playing Labyrinth with me today. I've, I've decided we're going to play the game of Labyrinth uh, in honor of the fact that y'all are in Faye. Um, Hell yeah. Look out for a babe with the power and uh, birds oh, cool. throwing their heads around. Anyways, I'm Jeff. Like I said... And today, instead of being your tortured Twitch master, I'm in fact Reyes Kren, the uh, Crestkin, uh, homebrew race. Thank you. Thank you. Rogue slash. You're welcome. Learning the Kung Fu, doing the monk stuff, and uh, playing along with me today. Being a monk I isn't just Kung Fu. I'm Katie Mischief, and I'll be playing Evelina Chopin. It is there. I should have said martial arts. Yeah. Uh, you could have a, an MMA monk. Uh, and. Evelina Chopin is a tiefling, uh, paladin cleric, um, and she's she's a inquisitor. Very inquisitive. And and playing with me today. She's I am Aderu, and uh, I am the party druid and barbarian. I'll be playing the uh, middle aged white Caucasian male today, Mitch. Fantastic. Huh. All right. Well, You're not okay. middle aged. Uh, Are you dying hi. at seventy, bud? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Maybe, Let yeah, Ryan yeah. speak. Let him stug. Hi. Let your boy stug. Stug on, bud. Hey, gang. This is Ryan, and I play number nine and 9.1 and 9.2. And last season, I played Roy. Weirdly enough, he's here again. And Oh, do you, do you have point one and point two out? I would love it for you to just... They're not both this... out, but I can let them out. Yeah. It's only point one You that's also out. play Walker. Anytime that the party Walker has... doesn't talk. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm excited because every time the party has ever made uh, their DM have a conversation with himself because they have to play multiple characters, this is a day for vengeance. Uh, yeah. Or at least justice for all G all the GMs out there who have ever had to do that. I'm going to make my PCs talk to themselves. Let's do it. And that's what I'm doing here today. And yeah, we can go ahead and get this podcast on the road. So, I'm like, what kind it. of bread would you use for the chive turkey? Would that be a sourdough? I don't know. I, I feel like it probably would. I personally love squaw, but I feel like the uh, the chive spread is going to be a light flavor. And I feel like the squaw would be a bit overpowering. So probably a sourdough. Last time on Torchlit Tavern, black powder. Black powder. Black powder. Black powder. I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew, and I'm about to come at y'all motherfuckers like a Spider-Man. Just out of the um, the brush line, run out these. Imagine a bed bug if it was skinny and like the size of a halfling. I see them break through the bush, and I 
uh, charge forward at them to protect my new friends. And as I'm charging forward, I cast uh, Searing Smite and I attack. Uh, there's going to bad dog the Fae and then try to keep doing what he's doing. I'm not running from you, I'm busy. It's almost like a Great Dane with like weird coloring. It steps out, the ears turning like a confused dog. It slinks back into the into the woods. It's a good boy. I'm gonna throw a treat. Uh, I'm gonna channel divinity. Uh, he he succeeds. The dogs do not. Every one of the dogs gets that look on its face like you got treats. You has treats. Treat. I did treat? set a precedent. The one closest to you, in fact, puts its paws up on your chest and licks you in the face. Very cute. As you are crossing the the north passage, you see a couple of hooded figures. One small, one medium size, riding on what seem to be like stags, like pounding down the road off in the distance close toward you guys. One of them's blowing that horn. Hey, Deru, this place sucks. Adairu is going to wait. We okay. can't Because of distraction. Adairu is going to use his ancient, deepest magic. Hello! Evelina, do you stay with Adairu? Yes. 40 feet away from Adairu, the two riders stop up short. The smaller of the two figures waves at you as they trot forward. One of them puts its horn away, the taller one, and he says, I'm telling you for your sake to not fight and not run because you will not make it. My friend there is very fast. Roy, make sure they don't move. I know someone who will want to talk to him. I think it's time that we go visit an old friend. You guys have barely been in the Feywild for a day and you've already run afoul of some of its more powerful denizens. As you guys are rounded up and surrounded by a cadre, a, a hunting party of various fey dressed in camouflage leaves and like coats that, that uh, blend into the forest surroundings. You and your dogs are all round up in a circle. Uh, you see the small halfling figure that greeted you along with the well-dressed fawn in blue. The one in blue comes up to you guys, and he simply says, Uh, excuse me. I do, uh, apologize for any impoliteness that may have to happen. But you are going- You are going to have to come with us. Roy, we don't know yeah. why they're here yet. Yeah. If they get out of line, by all means, but we don't know why they're here yet. Okay. We are here to leave. And this one, he nods at Adairu. Seems to be a member of a circle. We would gladly leave if you would let us. Don't you may keep this one. And I point at the Inquisitor that's joined us. And we were uh, in just an interesting through. way to treat someone who saved your life. That is also true. I would like to thank you personally for helping us, because it's scary out here. <laughs> and we're not from here. Yes. Well... You guys um, are an interesting bunch. I'll give you that. Uh, I don't think that we're going to let any of you go, and you're going to have to come with us. Why? Because you appear to be an invasive party, members of the primacy in our land. And we have history with members of the primacy. And uh, this character, who's been very polite, shows teeth that are decidedly sharper than you think they should be. I'm rolling to see if I'm into it. This is a Katie not, thing, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not. Not, I'm not into, into it. it. I mm. rolled a 99. I am decidedly not into Evan. We're okay. very much not part of the primacy. I know that 
if you have run into my kind before, we were a part of the primacy, but I can promise you that I and these two with me are not. He holds up his burden. hands and interrupts you, and he's like, I apologize for the misconception. Uh, there is no amount of discussing that will change what has to happen next. And he's like, does like a roundup with his fingers and everybody closes ranks around you guys and he nods at Roy and he says, let's get them to Grim. Uh, at this point, I do say, I understand because you have a machine tool of the primacy, someone wearing primacy robes, the men that created the Inquisitors, uh, the first Inquisitor, and you have a crest kit. So I get it. And an Inquisitor. You know, I didn't even know we had all that, but I will. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're going. Yes. Um, that does seem to be it. She does grasp it very well. Uh, if you don't mind, we'll try to do this without binds for now. And uh, if you make me regret that decision, you will regret it. No, that is unnecessary. We will follow your lead. Uh, he, he gives a, a, a little bit of a head nod to Aderu, and I, he says... I nod. Yeah, he gives a little bit of a nod to Adair and he says, I trust that while you seem to have somewhere you wanted to be, you can take some time and join us. We are only trouble to you so long as you require us to be. Our errands are outside this place. We only needed to take a quick walk to be from where we start to be where we ended. Well, your walk's about to get much longer. And he starts to move. And you guys start to get marched through the Feywild. Kind of kind of pushed, pushed by... Uh, by the short halfling with a rapier. <laughs> Give you a little poke just to get you going. Yeah, let's not make this a drag because it can become that very quickly. I move uh, as directed. I keep I keep as much distance as I can from the Inquisitor that has joined us. Um, I walk but... with nine, arm in arm, if she'll let me. Oh, hello. This is this is fine, but I do need I do need to carry the maker, so I'm gonna gonna do that. I'm gonna need this arm if that's okay. You're just so strong, I assumed. You could do both. I mean, I can, but I just need you to know that's gonna be priority, okay? Of course. But Adairi takes position at the head of the pack with whoever is walking. Oh, I was just assume you met. I assume you met the dogs. <laughs> yes, and and the Fae. Okay. With the objective of being slightly ahead. Uh, he, e- Evan puts his hand on your chest when you try to join him up front, and he says... As likely as it is that me and you will not have trouble, uh, I think it's best you stay with the ones that we found you with for now. Hey, keep it in line up there. My skin started starts as a blue and black hexagonal pattern, and as the prodding continues, becomes a purple-pinked ripple that waves across my across my body. Uh, and Ro- and Ryan. You played Roy, so you may correct statements that I make if you really think you need to. But I will say that nobody prods you unless you resist. Uh, like it, it's not, not physically. Yeah, they're 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 just sort of making sure you keep going. Uh, they're they're not <laughs> they they are. This is a decidedly polite capture. Uh, almost ridiculously so. <laughs> I yes. appreciate a polite capture. So I am within line. Hey. Uh, Fimbani, are you familiar with these two at all? Maybe? Um. I have not stopped glaring at Fimbani in the most, like, 
angry I hate you grandpa way. Uh, he 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 looks at you, then he look like makes eye contact with Evelina, and then like kind of goes back to you, and he's like, "Uh, yeah, actually." Um, as you guys walk, he he points, and he's like, "I believe that I have some contacts in Griffinport, and I've heard a lot of stories about what happened over there with the big cataclysm on that side of the the continent. Yeah. That I think is one of the heroes involved in that. I believe his name was Evan, something or other." And, uh, and I think that that one as well is, uh, Roy. Uh, in theory, uh, they might be allies for me. And then he kind of looks around. I don't know about for everyone. Okay. Um, what about this one? And I nod over at Evelina. I have no idea who she is. Um, who are you? My name is Evelina Chopin, and you're the reason I am this way. Chopin? I'm not familiar. I don't listen to that much piano music. <laughs> are are you Nocturne's daughter? Um, does does Chopin ring a bell for me? Uh, roll a history check. Roll, roll, roll a dice. Ro- roll I two know. history checks, one for both of the names you first just heard. Okay. What Martha? The first history check is a nine. <laughs> the second history check is a three. So she'd probably speak up then. No. <laughs> Martha Martha's keeping her fucking head down. She's not gonna say shit right now. You do, you do feel her stir when names are, are, are spoken, but that's it. Like I'm going to address her myself. Stage whisper. Do you, uh, do you know these people? Yeah, yeah, nine. Um, uh, can we, nine, nine. I'm in, I've allowed this for quite some time, but you need to get me out of here. We, uh, act, actively working on that. Um, when nine. things are going better, I'll let you know. But so far, they've only gotten worse for me since you got me out of my town. Yeah, well, we've, we've been here for like 10 minutes, so give it a minute. The answer to your question, Nan, is that that woman claims to be the daughter of one of the three Grand High Inquisitors. Okay. She is, without a doubt, a member of one of the most powerful primacy families in the world. And it's all your fault, Finborg. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck you. Yeah, it is my fault. Adiru does whatever the opposite of trauma bonding is with Roy petting the dogs. <laughs> I And then after everybody else says their piece about who I said I am, I look at Fimbagi and I say, Did you even look me in the eye before you turned my father into a monster? I turned your father into a monster long before you were born. This sounds complicated. You have no idea. When he says that to you and he makes eye contact with you responding, uh, roll me insight. When Reyes Kier's three Grand High Inquisitors, he starts flashing like a disco ball at 1999, just like Prince is playing in the background. <laughs> you know, like he's flashing. 21. Insight. So yeah, with a, with a 21, you uh, you do get the, like Finbogi's gruff. You barely know him, but like he looks apologetic at that, like at that, like he fully does feel like he is to blame for your father. I, I for a second, drop the the anger from my eyes. Um, and I try to seem like I'm not mad at Grandpa here. Uh, Grandpa. I try to, like, drop it. But I, I just turn and look away at that. I'm no longer, like, glaring at him. I, like, soften a bit, but it's too much for me, and I look away. Uh, and then I... Try to make small talk with Nine about girl things. I pet that dog. 
Yeah, you, one, one, <laughs> one last thing, and then I will address you petting the dog. Uh, you, yeah, he watches you look away, and then he he does he does whisper to Raisk. I'm gonna say that like Finboggy, if you want if you want to talk about how far away Raisk, you've tried to put him as far away from her as possible. I'm gonna yes, say she's towards absolutely. the front as, and then it's nine, and then and then it's uh, Finboggy, and Finboggy turns to you toward the back of the line, and he's just like, don't don't buy into that act. Foe told you that every Inquisitor has a devil in him, right? Yes. Keep on your toes. Uh, roll a perception check, Evelina. Oh, not me. No, 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 not <laughs> you. He's talking directly to you. He's whispering to you, but... I thought maybe it was about something Is that something a 13 else. or an 8? It's a 19. Okay, uh, 19 plus 7. 26. Shit. I love it when dice tell stories, because he rolled a 1 to be stealthy about it. Uh, you definitely hear that, that, that piece of information. I turn and I glare at him again and I go, oh, like you? Uh, nine, like nine said, it's complicated. Um, Aderu, you're petting dogs and you're petting dogs yeah, with I Roy. Am. Do me Fuck a favor. Yeah, I am. Do- dogs are into it. I don't need you to roll that uh, a check for petting a dog. Uh, the dogs are into it. I need you to roll a check to tell it to see if Roy appreciates you petting a dog with him. Hey, bud, he doesn't need to roll. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't need to roll. Like, I was going to say it already, dogs? but when he We're came friends. up to start petting the dogs with me, I nodded at him. Okay. <laughs> uh, there who offers Roy half of a ration. Roy takes it. I haven't had one of these in 40 years, and I imagine it still tastes like shit. Aye. The good thing being out of them is they never taste any better. What worse? I fucking tear that wrapping open. <laughs> <laughs> That thing is gone. <laughs> this was awful. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. That feels like as good a place to... Is there something you guys uh, want to talk about? But you guys get marched for several hours, bordering on, like, the rest of today. Like, like it's it's not... They're not particularly strenuous. They don't rush you necessarily, like, unless you fight. Reyes goes from flashing colors to a combination of a full-body spiral, an orange zigzag pattern. After he calms down from the mention of the one of the three High Inquisitors, and he does not let this Inquisitor out of his sight. Okay. I pet that dog. Can, can I pet that dog? I pet that dog. Hey, so... Hey, what that dog doing? Hi, so you're an Inquisitor, right? Yes. Are you here... For us? In a way, I am here for answers to my own questions. Questions that my father and no one else in the primacy will answer. I see. But not like us. Like, are you here to take us back? No, not at all. You're here to kill us? Absolutely not. Okay. So I don't. I'm here so... for answers to my questions. And uh, yes, I am an inquisitor, but that is not my. My primary person. First and foremost, I am a follower and cleric of Saint Dynac. I'm, I, you know, I'm very new to religion. I don't really know who that is, and I wouldn't mind a uh, rundown. I start giving Nine a rundown, complete with showing off my holy symbol and explaining how Saint Dynac has saved my life. In many occasions. Oh, please please don't skip over the showing of the holy symbol. Uh, it's very important to me that we don't skip over what your 
uh, device. Yeah, what well, your device for channeling is. So Ooh, what's that? Who's my Dynac. My holy symbol. Hold on. Let me. I I think I put a really good description on it. Well, she so pulls I that don't up. Wanna... Well, she pulls that up. Everyone uh, in the primacy would know Saint Dynac is one of the uh, the five main churches. There are five churches within uh, Bree and Valeria that are the most commonly revered. Uh, and uh, technically, there's only four because Newman was torn down. 40 years ago like they they don't allow they don't allow newman to really be newman was a member of the five newman was a member of the five but now there's only four saint dynac is one of the less followed uh (laughs) because it is a rebellious church it is known for going against primacy edict the most because they do value the protection of family and the family unit far higher than that of the nation they are um, they are a a protective and uh what do you call it patriarchal religion who's the other five that since we know who the five are as primacy members oh uh, well we're, the other we're, we're we're gonna bring back uh the old I mean, faves the other of... four are you know dirk jerry jerry elaine kramer <laughs> and fucking george dirk uh yeah and newman is obviously newman, fifth yeah, so newman. he can't be here yeah uh, it, it is your classics uh, from the previous campaign that everyone's so familiar with. Uh, it is the, the, the human religions are Mars, Vespra, Newman, St. Dynac, and Balthan is the fifth. Ah, the Lord of Dirt. Yes, your favorite, uh, as introduced on the, uh, the Twitch long ago. I couldn't, I couldn't pick Balthan. He didn't. You know? She didn't want you to say Lord of Dirt every time she brought it up. <laughs> yeah, so I pull out my Redland Quarry. What reliquary? Reliquary. Okay, I have a hard time saying. I pull out my reliquary, uh, and inside of the box is an orb. Yes. And I ponder this orb. Yes, it is a a a, a green glass vial that glows a little bit when she pulls it out, like faintly, and it is uh some sort of fleshy ball. Fleshy. A fleshy ball is inside the green glass vial. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, what's that? R- roll a uh, religion check, anybody who sees the thing. This is the orb of Father Enoki. You stole that from somebody's father? No, no, this is not stolen. This is uh, a recovered artifact. That's a yeah, That's a nat 20. <laughs> oh shit, you know exactly what that yeah, shit is. Yeah, never mind, I didn't ask that question. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nine recognizes, uh from some fucking store of knowledge within them that that thing is referred to as a canticle it is a reliquary of probably some sort of canonized saint or holy leader of her church and it also appears to be a testicle (laughs) that um came out of a person uh with a 20 you also know that saint dynac is an offshoot of the church of dirk is that your god's balls it is not of the god, uh, but of a high member of the church, and only one of them. Paul. All right. His coloring doesn't change. My coloring definitely won't change. But when mentioned that she has someone's testicle, <laughs> my already very wide open eyes somehow get more wide. Uh. I, I even with a ten, I do think you understand the concept of a reliquary. And a reliquary is an item with a piece of a holy figure 
and it is freely given or taken after death. It's not, uh, <laughs> that being said, they are very morbid and, uh, very cool. <laughs> hey, so. Okay. That's very cool, but also, so was that acquired after death? Yes, of course. Okay. Why would we kill our own holy leaders? I, you know, I don't, I'm not. I'm not part of your church, so I don't know that that's not And Daru looks very uncomfortable when she says that. <laughs> I do hope that one day uh, I can be remembered in such a fond way as well. Although I am not a man, and uh, I would not have such a fun reliquary. Ah, well, I, thank you so much for uh, humoring me, because I don't know a lot of things, and I like to learn them. I am always ready to talk about St. Dynak. I will remember that. Uh, it's, it's not known to these, uh, to these people, right? But my character doesn't always seem so happy to talk about something and to be genuinely connecting about something that matters to her outside of the church. Cause I'm sure she connects with people in the church about her religion, but outside of the church, like it's not something she can talk about at home. It's not something that she could talk about with her friends. It is probably safe to say that Evelina has not had a conversation about her religion with anyone other than her mother outside of the church in maybe ever. Like, like it's just not a common thing for you. Even your mom is such a busy and well-respected woman. She doesn't always have time to have warm conversations with you about the things that you're into. So there is going to do some, uh, some druid craft while, while they walk. And uh, he's going to make himself a stave because he's a druid now. And, you know, there's requirements. And he's going to affix Vivaldi's skull to the top of the stave oh, with druid craft. Hey, are you uh, you making a weapon? Yes. Um, Can you maybe not do that as we're taking you prisoner? Why? You didn't say to take me other weapons, did you? I mean, I might need to in a moment. Can it wait? It's a stick. Can it wait? I'm 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 asking very politely. I, I would prefer if you did that later. From the front of the line, he is being remarkably polite. If you're worried about me hitting you with a stick, I doubt the trinket makes much of a difference either I'm, way. I'm, I'm, I'm... That's a very cool skull. It is very cool. But also, I'm aware that when you put things like that together, it typically is a magical thing. And I don't want to stab you yet. And I would like to keep it that way. So can I wait until later, please? But I don't make magical items. That is the robot up there. The automaton makes magic item. I'm just putting cool skull on cool stick. Is that all you're doing? Aye. Can I see it? The pieces are right here. Yeah, but I really want to touch the cool skull. That is fine. As long as you return it to me. As long as you return it to me, the trophy is mine <laughs> and hard-earned. Absolutely. And, I mean, uh, it's... Uh, there lets him see the skull. Hashtag fuck Vivaldi. Hashtag fuck Vivaldi. He is fucked. Yeah, no, it's a, it is a very cool skull. I'm going to let this go. Please don't do anything magical with it later, because I will kill you. Do you mind holding that for me? Holding it still? Sure. And uh, there just plugs the top of the stick into the socket where the C1 vertebrae would attach to the back of the skull, and uh, uses druid craft to grow vines out of the stick and wrap around Ooh. the skull. Hey, that's magic. But the stick isn't magic. I think I'm a he's just. A, I think he's just affixing it into place. What do you want from me? I mean, I said well, no magic. To follow the one fucking rule. I'm just, I'm yes. just saying. <laughs> yes, I said, I said don't make it a magic item. When you put these things item. together, I'm, I'm aware that usually there's magic involved. If you're making a magic weapon right now, I need I need to know. I don't want to kill you. You have a lot Nine. of really nice dogs. Nine, is this magic? 
What? Yeah, that's right. Make Hold him on. talk to himself. Make him <laughs> talk to himself. Nine. The little what? one. He thinks this stick is magic. Is this magic? I just put skull on stick. Did you grow vines out of it? Well, yes. That's how I attached the skull to the that's stick. That's magic. Why? They didn't grow themselves. What's it do? It's not... They didn't grow by themselves. You grew it. That's magic. But the stick it... The flaw in your plan was appealing to the man whose logic brought That's up magic. the problem in the first place. Hey, <laughs> if this is the extent of it, fine. But no more than that, please. Uh, there just looks down at, at the, the halfling and he smiles. Do you want to swing it around a bit and see? If it's uh, any help, uh, Roy, did roll a, yeah, he does. Roy did roll a six <laughs> for his arcana to understand what that magic is. Fuck yeah, he does. He wants to swing that stick. It's got a cool skull at the end of it. Everybody That's such a Roy thing Everybody to do. Everybody takes a moment to twirl the cool new stick with a skull on it. It's real cool. Yeah, I mean, how could, how could Roy resist? <laughs> <laughs> That's the most Roy thing I've heard all day. Uh, do you want to swing it around? When you guys Roy finally goes, arrive at your destination, yeah. <laughs> you are currently in the middle of an argument about whose turn it is to play with the cool stick. Uh, Reyes has not even paid attention to I, I, I'm paid attention to the cool stick uh, That's sure? what caused the Daggers. issue Reyes passed Daggers. up his turn and now everyone's yeah. arguing yeah, about now, who's now, turn now we're confused. who gets the extra time yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't get two times with the stick just because Reyes didn't take one that's not fair I am very excited to play with the stick Finbagi you have like 30 extra seconds with the stick you, can't, you don't know that we're in the fate time moves differently I, here my oh. time is always the same time uh uh, guys, uh, sorry, I can't. It's hard switching from Finn Boggy to fucking Martha. I need to stop trying to do that. Um, hey, every everyone. Did you want a turn? Um, no, no nine. Um, look. Why and, don't you uh, want the turn? It's very okay. cool. Very extra nice turn for someone. Uh, she is staring forward and she's pointing. Uh, and ahead of you, emerging out of the woods, is a a sort of glade where the trees just sort of end and directly in front of you when point two saw the the stump that was the broken circles hideout this evidence of some sort of massive tree uh it demonstrated that there there are trees ancient and old and filled with magic even if that one may have been destroyed on the material plane but this is the feywild and the tree in front of you dwarfs that tree by comparison on a magnitude that you can't even fathom. This tree touches the sky and its trunk you could easily fit the city of Santitas in. And That's it, a huge tree! It is, and as you guys go into this glade, you notice that the entire glade is covered in colorful flowers. There are vines that grow all over kudzu and creeping flowers and thistle and as you walk, you notice that every one of the flowers is shaped like a skull. That's a huge bitch! Thanks. Uh, and you guys, as you notice this, you guys are, 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 head, are marched toward it. And as you come up to the base of this tree, a large doorway is opened like a gate. And you are taken within to this opulent entry chamber. And Evan turns to you all and he says, uh, thank you all for coming along uh, with little uh, complaint. It's very helpful. I uh, welcome you all to the land of spring and the kingdom of King Thaddeus Atrocitus Grimm. 
I, uh, I elbow Adaru, even though I don't know his name, and I go, see, that stick was a good choice for here. Like, it's, like, whispered. A good skull stick for the skull flowers. Yes. Seems to be some kind of trend here, yes. Yeah, here's here's your pip name, Stickback. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you guys are... That's good. ...taken to a, uh, a lower room. Jay, I have an important question. Yes. Did they take away my dogs? Yeah, bad. That's a shame. Yeah, you're you're. Not twenty hit. No, your dog, your your dogs were not taken from you. Uh, your your dog, your dogs were not taken from you. They had been just sort of following. It's not like they rounded up the dogs. Uh, they were war dogs. They are their dogs. But once they get to the glade, they just sort of start chasing butterflies and shit, and just playing in the glade when you get back. That's fine. They didn't go into the building with you. They just that's, start that's blinking around. Yes. Yeah. Cute and crazy looking. You know, we would let the dogs in. Believe me, I would let the dogs in. But this is Grim's house, and he doesn't want it to clean up the shit. The uh, the shit doesn't just blink away. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't quite work like that. You would think it would, because they are blank dogs, but it doesn't. It stays, and you. A shame. It is hard. It is hard to get out of the carpet. I'm not allowed to bring dogs over anymore. Actually, it does blink away. The problem is, it blinks back the worst times yeah, and then and you know the Feywild's weird and like the world shifts so it blinks into the carpet it's real fucked up it's fucked up <laughs> and you are ushered in uh politely and and a few servants are there like cleaning it up they're dusting things off and they all bow to you and they walk out and then evan just sort of nods and says if you would please wait here uh we will gather our audience and we will discuss what is to be done with you all in the meantime uh sit tight uh, get, have a rest. It's been a long travel, and once again, you have been invited in. You will be afforded all of the hospitality of a prisoner of war who has shown no hostility. But bear in mind... Is that good? <laughs> no, Not no, in your primacy. No, girl, but... that's a bad thing. <laughs> uh, Re- Reyes tells you not in the primacy, and but you do look around, and... You realize that he has shut the door to this room, which is a heavy, like, it's like a heavy gate. Like, it, it, it's very pretty and lavish, but it is locked from the outside. But when you turn around and look at the rest of the room, it's decorated with very fancy furniture. There's, like, food out. It's, like, a very polite prison cell. And he says, welcome to spring. May your visit be pleasant. And count your stars that my former master did not end up king of autumn as he may have wished. Our cells are not quite as nice. Can we get a PlayStation? Yeah, sure. I hear they're still on back order. Um, I can see. That is a, that I, is I a very specific... <laughs> it's a very specific reference. <laughs> I, I can get you a four. Uh, I do not know much about the Fae, but what I do know is you're not supposed to eat their food, yes? I just want to I just want to go on record. As we, as we moved into this, into this opulent tree... And got to see all this stuff. This, for a long time, Reisk, I as Reisk, have had my eyes relatively locked on this daughter of a high inquisitor. Um, I think he's a and, and <laughs> Fuck, I gotta roll for it now. Oh, God damn it! And only for the briefest moment, as we entered this opulence, did I stop looking at this inquisitor and look around, but... In no way, shape, or form has my gaze gone from her for more than a couple seconds at a time. 
and that combination of the swirl and the and the zigzag has been constant the entire time. I've kept my distance, but kept her in my view. Hey, Darren, do you know what the swirls mean? You think it means it's horny? <laughs> it's hey, be, Danae. It's a color for me. I've never seen it before. It could be. Perhaps he'd be looking for something exciting. I, I don't know. It means he's cautious and paranoid. Uh, it does seem that you guys do not oh. quite know each other. I do hope that you don't kill one another. Uh, we will try to get to you as quickly as possible. Once again, welcome to spring. Thank you. I have a contact. He steps away. Cautious well, does not automatically, uh, we'll bring that take away the idea of horny, but... Fair. It is definitely, it's definitely a bit uncomfortable for me, the way he is sitting. You are looking at our new friend here quite a lot. I am wondering if I am needing to be killing her now, or if we be having moments of peace. What say you, Inquisitor? I'm just worried about this food. I am not even, uh, I'm not in the slightest worried about you guys. Are we at peace then? Uh, as you complain about the food, uh, in, in the, the bowl of, like, fruit that was set out, uh, is picked up by some sort of invisible hand and just sort of lifted away and, like, disappears in some sort of fold in space. Like, it just sort of zips out and uh, very quickly out of it uh, is dropped a pack of rations uh, in the wrapping and they do look like they are from the material plane. Oh, shit, yeah, more rations. <laughs> Roy pops in. Out of Roy, for some reason... <laughs> We just start shoving rations into random I'm keeping guard. Everybody gets covered in a puff of snow as he appears in the room. <laughs> oh shit, more rations. I, oh shit, more I know that rapper sound anywhere. <laughs> They've been holding out on us. I'm at the door. I'm I'm just guard I'm just guarding. I uh comb my hair. Then Inquisitor, we have no problem, yes? Do not believe we have a problem. Unless your friend over there tries to touch me in a sexual manner. I am very confused. The fish? Risk, look away. The fish, yes. Risk, are you trying to sexual with the Inquisitor? She seems to have strange concern. I am in no way trying to cavort with that creature. Okay, then we are good. That being represents everything we are fighting against. And the fact that you could sit here and have some version of conversation with one of, with the progeny of one of the high tree baffles me. I mean, we already have conversations with Finn Boggy and he's the first Inquisitor, so... Yes, and he not only left, but faked his own death to do it. I mean, she told me herself that she's not here to kill us, so I think we're okay. You see, I am powerful and I could've. I am not here to kill you. I feel like if anything was gonna happen, it probably would've already. Your words are not enough to assuage my concerns. Inquisitors are complicated and deceptive. So what are you, Finvoggy? I taught you all. Very well. My life was hell because of your teachings. Honestly, the only one here that I wish dead is you. There you go. Fair enough. I'm, uh, I'm combing my hair. Because there's a lot of twigs in it. <laughs> it sucks. Uh, yeah, I'm Can having confirm. this conversation. Can't confirm bad times. With a lot, yeah, I'm trying to get all the leaves and twigs out of my hair. And, you know. You never uh, will. I Can never I will. Um, Can I help? Of course. Uh, do you know how to braid? 
It might make it easier on my hair. I'll show you how. I, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't have any hair, so I don't really know how. We should get you a wig. That'd be fun. I would. I would love that. You have you have a, an arrangement of cables that stick out yeah, of your you head like hair, stuff. right? Yeah, but like it's not. I can't brush those. But we can braid them. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> we have time. Uh, but yeah, everybody seems like really. Like, Raisk is like, I'll kill you. Finboggy's like, you're a lying sack of shit. And I'm just combing my hair, like... Do you, no, Finboggy has not seemed like you're a lying sack of no. shit. To be clear, yeah. Finboggy seemed, if anything, sorry for for what I caused you. Well, also, he's like, don't trust her. Yeah, Finboggy has said, do not trust you, but anything that you've said involving the primacy or his culpability for how Inquisitors are, he has accepted on the chin with stoicism and, like, like damn near an apologetic like way like yeah that is my fault yeah not gonna argue there do you need i uh, uh, extra hands for that i could always use extra hands and then i can braid yours in a four braid they're very fancy yeah um nine summons point one and point two <laughs> <laughs> we're just braiding hair they're out uh, now yeah what are those are those are those little u's yeah no they're little numbers u is a letter <laughs> Shit. Yeah, so I'm I'm 9.1. And I'm 9.2. That's wild. I didn't Okay. Alright. Uh hello, 9.1 and 9.2. I will let Evan know that we have two more prisoners. Um welcome. Uh do they know the rules? Do they know to be good? Look at them. I doubt they are anything but good ever. They should be just fine. Thank you. Okay, well uh Carry on. Martha, would you like us to comb some of the, uh, the debris from your hair? Uh, yeah, actually, I would, I would love, I would love that. Uh, can we, uh, uh, can, can you put me in a soft chair over there? It's, uh, I can't bring you a soft chair. I can make you a chair, though. There, there are soft chairs in this room. Like this is a very lavishly furnished prison cell. Yeah, it's too yeah. late. This place is like a this place is like a real nice cabin. That's yeah. the way he's described it. Like a super. Oh, that plush is a cabin. nice chase over there. I yeah. I will bring I will bring another chair. I bring a chair. <laughs> How nice of Roy. He brought another chair. Brought it's another because chair. it's because it was too late. Finboggy so, and and uh, and Adairu were already in chairs. Yeah, and they, they took all the chairs. They're, they're like, not, no, they're not, not getting up. up. They're not getting up for Martha. Yeah. No, absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. No, neither of them. In fact, they she needed a chair, a and they grabbed look. a chair, like, right then. <laughs> they weren't sitting until right then. Until right then, yeah, <laughs> then they claimed a chair. Um, uh, You guys are in the corner, and Martha leans over to Evelina and is like, All right, all right, no, I, hey, you, were you sent to get me out of here? I, I know they were going to send someone. I was hoping they would send more than just one, but an Inquisitor is great. Uh, As you guys are, like, braiding hair, she's like... I, 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 your father is a very important man, and I imagine it's part of his job to get me out of here. Are you help? Are you here to help? It is not my father's purview to get you out, nor is it mine. What do you mean? I, I need to get out of here. It's dangerous here. It's dangerous for you. It's dangerous for me. We're in trouble. I understand the situation better than you think. I don't. Uh, anybody, uh, Evelina and Nine, roll me history checks. Okay. Um, while they're rolling history checks, Reisk is in the opposite corner of whatever corner they're in, and glaring in the at the 
Yes, yeah, so the only defensive. I swear maneuver to that God, he... if you tell me you're glaring at her again, I'm no, gonna no, no, lose no, my shit. No, 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 I, that's <laughs> very astounding. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. And the only defensive maneuver he can think to to do in this situation where everything is just foobar in his mind, uh, I'm going to be like literally backed up in the corner, like in it, in the corner of this room, so that nothing could sneak up on me, as far as I can. <laughs> Tell. You you have watched things move with invisible hands, so good luck. Yep, this is why he's yeah, in a corner. Yeah, if, he's, yeah. if his back's on the wall, now, the best the deal. Be. Jeff knows how Faye works. <laughs> Jeff knows that even the walls are dangerous. But Rayisk, no idea. Oh no, yeah, get up to, get your back to a wall. Uh, that's a seventeen. Seventeen and, history and nine got what? Uh, that is a three and a ten or a three and seven for a ten. Okay. Uh, so not nine's not familiar with this. Evelina, you do know from Inquisitor School that. There are rumors that the Feywild is fully like the Feywild is always up to its own stuff, but it is see it has seemed clear that members of the Fey back Griffinport in the conflict between them and the Primacy. Like there are a lot of allies, fairy allies that have helped when they show up, and anytime the Primacy comes across Fey, the Fey are incredibly hostile to them. So, like, what Martha is saying is that, like, fairies are not safe for privacy members. Like, I, I look at her and I go, luckily you are not the full-fledged member of the primacy. It is much more dangerous for me than it is for you. And Nine will protect you with her life. N- they will tear Nine apart first because they don't like my creations. How could anyone tear this beautiful girl apart? I point to her, uh, beautiful cable braids and... Slowly and deliberately with a screwdriver. Thank you so much for doing this to my cables. They are is very nice. Good cable management is just pleasing. It's very important. It's too. a requirement. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, but uh, I I get down on like I kneel down and I get eye level with Martha, and I go, and no one else is coming for us. No one is going to save us. We must save ourselves. The primacy will use you up and throw you out like this. That is the truth. She sort of sits down and she starts talking to herself. Strength of arm won't save you if you don't have the right tools. Power is useless without a foundation of knowledge. The way forward is not always clear. A good alchemist knows the most obvious route sometimes leads to a dead end. You have to keep an eye out for the different path if you want to innovate. Um, nine. You recognize that she is reciting a litany that she used to say all the time. They are her rules apparently, for life. It's sort of an alchemist, uh, some sort of alchemist mantra. code that she has known, yeah, she, that she used to say when you were young. The, the ultimate, ultimate goal, goal is to achieve, achieve transmutation, transmutation, turning the most base the most material base of the plane's creation into something more. Uh, and she says this, she seems to calm down, and she looks over at Evelina and nods. Uh, we need a foundation of knowledge. What do you know that can help us going forward and not have us torn apart by angry fae. How are we going to convince them that we are not the enemy? Uh, well, first we have plot armor. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't have plot armor! No, she doesn't. I look at her, uh, cause I'm still, like, kneeled down at her level, and I go, first, we show them how the prim- primacy has wronged us. And then, we do everything short of beg. <laughs> For I will not beg. Hmm. That's you, I'll beg, I'll beg, I'll beg in a heartbeat. Yeah, begging's fine. My god will not allow me to beg. But I think when they see the truth behind our suffering, they will see us as allies. 
defectors of the primacy are the biggest threat to the primacy. Even they know that. All right. Nine, if you have a moment, would your little ones like to help me finish up this project? I need something with a tiny grip. <laughs> Is that for your stick? <laughs> yes, it's for me stick. I'm trying to bind these caltrops to it. Roy is going to walk in at that. <laughs> Roy is going to walk in uh, through the wall that Reyes' back is against just to fuck with him. Um, so it just opens up right next to him. Uh, hey, the wall thing, it's not it's not going to help you. Hey, are you making that thing more of a weapon? <laughs> you had your turn with the stick. <laughs> I, I did hear you just say you're going to do more stuff to it. C- can we please wait till later? Look, look, I understand I your concern. I don't want to take it from you. I understand I really, your concern. I mean, I do, because I want to swing it more, but I don't want to take it from you. I understand your rules, uh, your concern, but I have to say, rules as written. These modifications do not change statistics of the court for staff. It's no different than it was before I make modifications. It's, it's becoming more and more weapon-like, and I don't want to break it. What do you suggest we do with our time? Eat? Nope. I am not hungry. Next suggestion. Drink? My appreciation to the gracious host, but I must decline. I, uh, pull out some wine. <laughs> I go, I have my own wine. I, uh, everybody, is... everybody recognizes the vintage of that bottle as the same vintage they drank, uh, under the, when they captured the tower back with Eric the Barbarian. <laughs> All right, so when, when he walks out of the wall, I do the, the shittiest side of sort of cartwheel out of the way because I was very frightened. Um, the scatter like, wheel. Oh, shit. <laughs> but uh, Reyes doesn't naturally make a lot of noise. So all it was was a, an inhale. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's a like scuttle. A, like a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does a sharp inhale and a scuttle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he scuttles off. Um, That's also what I pictured in my head. So that works out perfectly. <laughs> yeah. And then I. Uh, I lock eyes with the wine. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That didn't even dot on me. I didn't think about uh, it either. And I go, a safe drink would be appreciated. Oh, from an I have, a, I have a second bottle, unopened, all yours. You trust that? To be clear, I did say that to Roy. Because uh, I locked eyes with the bottle, but I knew that like there's, there's there's just no amount of trust there. That I'm an addict, but I still have to. Okay, be so you, so you don't want to trust the Inquisitor that's a prisoner in the room with you, but you want to trust Roy? <laughs> it's been two days. I'm gonna need a DC 10 will save. I was gonna say like I've been an addict, oh. and like I'll I'll take it. <laughs> I'm, I made it. All right, DC 10. I rolled an 11 before I had. Remain apprehensive, my friend. Uh, so yeah. Yes, but. I will say, uh, does it, like old wine was sealed with wax, does it still have the wax seal on it? Yeah, unless she says otherwise, yeah. Yeah, no, I still have uh, a handful of bottles. This was, uh, this was meant to happen. I, I brought mm-hmm. two, one for me, one for Rask. so. Nice. I will say, this is Roy, um, I did mean water when I said drink, but, I mean, if he got alcohol, do you? This is... Spring, from what I know, that is customary. I, I was offering water, but I mean, if you guys got your own, that's fine. Spoken like a true winter fay. I wasn't gonna give ice, but yeah. Water. I'm uncertain if I can trust water here. To be fair, 
I hope you take no insult. I just don't wish to become a member of Fay at this stage. You know, that's fair. I didn't either for a very long time. And just just look at me now. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I look over at, at Evelina and I go, Put the bottle down and back away and I will take some. How about I just hand it to point two, and point two takes it to you? This is a lot of drama for a Valerian wine. A good Valerian wine. Yeah, it, it, it will curdle the wine. Not You can't have too much drama around a good Valerian. You get it. Yeah. I will gladly take him this bottle. Here you go. And now I just have this image of point two carrying a bottle of wine across the room, and that's very good for me. So I'm carrying the bottle across the room, and I trip, and it breaks. Oh, no! Roll reflex. Roll dexterity. No. Reyes, you I'm gotta just, catch that bottle. I'm just gonna say, I don't, <laughs> think, roll dex on it. I don't think point two can drop a bottle from high enough to break it. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, the rest of the re- Realistically, point two cannot break that bottle without trying. Yeah, I, I look for steps, rolls. and I go, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a dex save? I'll roll the dex save. Yeah, right roll now. a dex save. Obviously, your life depends on it. Eight. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna let that go, but I have I have four bottles of Valerian wine. Damn. If you break one, I will be upset. But uh, the bottle <laughs> the bot the bottle breaks against against the cobblestones. And you just immediately see the glass start getting swept up by an invisible hand. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. <laughs> I pull out another bottle. Still, um, still cast. Flashing colors. I'm, I'm just flashing I'm so colors. Sorry. The loss of that. I didn't mean to break your wine, that, Evelina. That I'm so sorry. Here, it's okay, point two. That was a very expensive bottle of wine. I take out another bottle. Wide-eyed. Four. Silent scream as the wine goes away. I silently walk over to Reyes, slowly. Backing away. Backing away. <laughs> deliberately. And I Backing hand away. the bottle so that he wouldn't have to touch me as you, out as, to him. As you eventually hit a wall and can no longer back away. <laughs> Yes, I try so hard to back away. I, I don't want to be within within betrayal's reach of this lady. Are you kidding me? And no, I, no, no, no. It's too vulnerable. <laughs> too vulnerable. Do not like. Our mighty heroes bringing us out into danger, and they're afraid of one girl. Afraid of a girl. I'm apprehensive of a inquisitor. You guys really need to lighten up. I know that you guys are in Faye, and you guys aren't here nor you know often, but like. We're being really cool. I'm, I'm being like, really, it's we'll probably let you go. The fear here is not of uh, you guys. It's of me. This is, this is me looking at Ryan and just saying Roy would not believe that he, at all. <laughs> Roy is, do you want me to roll deception? Because i fully liar. lying. Roy <laughs> yeah. is a notorious liar. I yeah. know this Not- probably. You don't need, you, here, here's the rule. You do not ever need to roll deception. Until somebody says they want to incite it. Okay, that is that <laughs> okay. you are allowed to lie to someone's face unless they doubt you. That's the way that works. I know this probably didn't work, but uh, there was behind nine with the other little one. And that's, uh, that's a stealth of 24 to try to work on the stick. <laughs> Just <laughs> shielded behind nine. Yeah. <laughs> working on the stick with the other. What is it? Point well, one? Well, not. Now, now, now you're behind nine next to fucking Martha, and Martha's like nine, 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 a day, the, 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 the wildling, the wildling. He's, he's fine. I keep just handing it out 
if you move away, if you don't take it, if you tell me to put it on the ground. Uh, as we are doing a weird dance trying to avoid one another in this cell, Evan comes back. <laughs> and I, I pour myself a glass. I offer some to Finn Boggy. I offer some to Martha. I offer some to everyone. From And I'm drinking from the same bottle. Little one, hold, hold the caltra up here and I'll grow it in. Martha tosses it back to, to, to protection. Now, now hold the other ones here. We want to space them evenly about the shaft. Thank you, little one. Nine. Hi. Nine, they're going to ask about my stone. Your what? My stone. Okay. And? Do you remember anything about my old lab outside of Santitas? It's inside your new lab at Santitas. No. It's outside the city. And if you don't remember it, that's good. That means that my, my, that when I, when I would turn you, your, your brain off, your processor, you and, and so that you weren't recording information, it stayed. I wasn't sure. Can you assure me you don't remember anything about that lab? I don't know how to get there. Nine has no memory of any other lab. No, no, no. It that's fine that you don't remember. That's the point. I just just wanted to make sure. Okay. Okay. I didn't know you had another one. I don't. I don't. I don't. Nine. Understand? Yeah, it's on right now. Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? I said, yeah, no, I'm on right now, I'll remember that. I'm asking you not to tell anybody about it. If this was a telltale game, Martha, you would say, number nine will remember that at the time. <laughs> I told, they, uh, is that what the PlayStation was for? Yes, I really gotta finish that Walking Dead game. <laughs> Alright, so Evan shows back up at the door and uh, nods down at Roy. Have they been, um, good guests, Roy? Uh. There's two more of them now, but otherwise, yes. They made more yeah, the, robots. The, they they the, made yeah, more they golems made... since we locked them up. Yeah, there's two little golems inside the big golem. Well, that's There's actually new. three, but there's uh, the third one doesn't talk. I I promise they're fine. Uh they're they're just they're just helping with the hair braiding. We we got real bored while you were away. Perfect. If you'll follow me, does this count as a short rest? Yes. Okay, because I get a bunch of things back on a short Yo, rest. Yo, so. we get a short rest? Yeah, you guys get a short rest, yeah. Sick. That might matter, I'm not sure. I'm taking my short, because I'm about half do down some on my fucking health, hit so dice. nothing else. Yeah, you guys do get a yeah. short rest. So, uh, Evan has showed up, you get your short rest, and he gets you guys all to leave the room and follow him when you entered, and you went through the entryway. And this large hall. That seemed large. But now you are escorted into what is probably the largest throne room possibly anywhere. You know, at least certainly beyond anything you guys can fathom. This throne room has a long carpeted pathway decorated on either side with changing colored roses. And once again, as you look closer to these roses as you walk by, you notice that each one of them looks a little bit like a skull. All of the flowers are strangely skull-shaped, and everything bears thorns. And you guys walk for what seems like half a mile down this carpeted pathway, and as you get closer and closer, you see this humongous rose bush that has been grown into the shape of a throne. The uh, Sitting atop it on a cushion, uh... Appearing to be about 15 feet tall is, well, uh, I think I have to leave this one to Jack. Sitting atop that cushion is what appears to be a 
like a man, but but there is not any like really visible skin there. Instead, it is a a series of twisting vines of different thicknesses, thorned of a dark sort of purple, purpley green, like a like a rose thorn that that imitate what musculature looks like. Dressed in a fine shirt, uh, no need for a coat as the weather here seems amiable. A fine collared shirt with no ascot or anything of the sort and some nice pants, nice slacks tucked into boots and what appears to be a crown of thorns and over his shoulders is a mantle. Beautiful and green, I believe. Yeah, let's call it green. I told you it's a fucking clothing item, Jay. It can be. Yeah, it's green with um, red accents. You know, this this look continues up to the face, and in place of eyes, he has death's head lilies. And he looks down at you. What color? And he goes, uh, they are black and white. Uh, before you say anything, Royways. He nods. Thank you again, Roy and Evan. It is a pleasure to be working with you, as always. Welcome to my court. I am the king of spring. Shut up. And pardon. (laughs) I still have issues with what I hear. Yeah, he kind of does that. Don't uh, don't worry about it. I'm worried about it. You should have been treated well as... I'm nothing, if not still gentlemanly. Uh, hello, uh, King Grim. Thank you for, uh, not killing us immediately. Oh, you are most welcome, because I easily could have. But... Okay. I have chosen to let you live because I find you interesting. I appreciate that. It is odd for one of yours to appreciate. (laughs) Yeah, I, I've, I've been told I'm a little more human than alive. Oh, don't be human. It's gross. <laughs> Human's the wrong word. He- alive? Yeah, alive. I don't sure. know. Sure. Alive. Oh, uh, this is Faye. You see, everything's alive here. This is not unusual. I've left you living because, well, you're the bottom of my priorities. Uh, but... I do have connections with uh, the, the material, and, uh, such as Roy in here, and I know that all of you, in one way, shape, or form, are mm, a nuisance. But I have also learned that two of you plan to be deserters, which is fun. Loyalties, where do those go anymore? <laughs> no, I will not kill them, sorry. Uh, no, I will not fuck them, sorry. Katie, roll it! Katie, roll it! (laughs) It's not a bad idea. It is important to note that your your existence is merely for the fleeting moment of my interest. I can let you go literally anywhere. You see, we are connected and the material in our world. So I could put you wherever I like you to be that could in danger or it could be not it would be great if it wasn't in the primacy i second which is strange to come from you any of you though that circle member your circle 
from what I've heard, isn't friends with the primacy, but it is quite strange for them not to be friends with us here either. And that little fish man, he... You have a world seed on you? And uh, Reyes, eyes wide, goes, what? Uh, you see Martha also, her eyes go up and she looks over at Rask. Yes, buried in your palm. Please raise it, as I do not wish to make you. It's a seed. I cast good nut. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I eat it. <laughs> All right. I cast good nut and eat the world seed. And uh, Reyes raises his hand as... I think even Reyesk understands that this is way <laughs> bigger than him. Yeah, I'm sure so many colors flashing at being called out like that. Yeah, oh, just just flashing like a discotheque in the, in the gosh dang 70s. And he raises his hand apprehensively, and you can see, the for those who didn't know it was there, he'd been hiding a, a, a stone that is embedded in his palm. Yes. And Real quick, as you raise your palm, uh, I believe I describe it as a... a uh, a dark purple color, correct? Mm -hmm. This this thumb-sized piece of stone buried in your palm of a dark purple color, but also swirling through it are these cracks and like like veins of black, of of this shadowy, deeper darkness. And as you hold it up, you you see Evan and Roy both sort of uh, get a little bit alarmed as well, and Grim will not because he already is getting something confirmed for him. I don't I don't think it's supposed to look like that. Yes. Oh no, it's not. Uh which is quite odd, I assure you. Which makes me very interested in you. I'll tell you that we need not be enemies. But while you carry a demonic seed, I must question what brings you here. And depending upon your answer, maybe I will do that. Sorry. And depending upon your answer, you may either become permanent members, or you may be something I throw away. But we could be some version of friendly. So so do tell. I can't wait um, to hear. Yes, what brings you here? Well, we were fleeing, and Adara opened a portal. Fleeing who? And here we are. Primacy. Who? Names. Um. We. Sienko? We are fleeing because because we we are responsible for killing uh, one of the leaders of the primacy. We did not know this is where we, I was unaware. Which one? That this is where we were fleeing to, Griddle. Yes, and we were running from Sienko. They were fleeing Sienko after killing Griddle. He looks over at Grim, kind of like like. Very dubiously, but Grim has already confirmed much of this. Oh, yes. Yes. He is dead, which is good. I found him the biggest abomination amongst you. What he does with creation. You see, I am the creator around these... You know what? Sorry. Go on. We are simply here to pass through. We performed a deed that made us unwelcome where we were being, and we seek to pass through here, and we only persist as a... Nuisance to you, as long as you require it. You know that just being here isn't the nuisance, right? It's that most of you are nuisances by your mere existence. I don't know whether or not to take that as a compliment. It's fine, he used to tell me that all the time. It is a... It is a symptom of being a material. So, 
Take that as you wish. No, it has to do with the fact that they're primacy members. Or broken circle. Yes, that's or, or, or members of a primacy. or members of a disgraced and shattered circle of druids. I I, I promise you we were we were just passing through and we did not mean to encroach on your territory. I'll make this easy. It is not about your encroachment. Normally your encroachment would just mean fun. In one way, shape, or form. It's different than it used to be. I used to hunt your kind. We still do. Me? Now I incorporate, though he gladly hunts. I keep the old ways alive, sir. I also dabble in the hunting. It is quite fun, but it is not with your presence. It is what your presence means. So do tell. Who do you work for? Saint Dynek. Um, technically I work for her? Uh, as, um, as Evelina answers, some of the flowers near her change shade. To what shade? Uh, everything- in your area, it was like this sort of dark- uh blue that you guys were standing around and uh the flowers to her left turn uh to be a little bit red and you you watch uh particularly around Rayask, they're shifting a lot they 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 are almost mirroring his body pattern so i do not know why my why i have a demon stone embedded in my hand what i do know is that i bear no allegiance to the primacy and if if it would Grant me passage, I would accept more jobs in the area of dismantling it. Yes, none of us here uh, actively support the primacy. Well, none of us. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we don't, we just sort of met the, the, the Inquisitor. You're an Inquisitor. He is. No, I'm not. Former. No, no, he's not anymore. He's a dead man. He's a... Former Inquisitor and was helping us uh, attack the primacy. Do, do you do you by any chance know uh, one who goes by the moniker of the Demon of Griffinport? I am in contact with her and I, and I have tried to aid from the walls of Santitas several times to get her information. Oh uh, yes, I am the Batman of Griffinport. I do know the Demon of Griffinport. Yes. <laughs> All right. Good. I know of you, Finn Boggy. Think not. I am unaware. All right. Finn, Finn is not a member of the Primacy, this I know. I have the most questions about the new addition to your party. Yeah, um... Dynak, you say, you claim to serve. Yes. So you bear no honor to the Primacy, even though you appear to be one of its leader's descendants, as I heard in your cell. As I heard... Both discussed in your cell and on the way here. I do support my mother, who is in charge of the uh, churches of the primacy. I will always support my mother. The, her, her, the flowers around her turn white. Interesting. I do support one of the churches. I had made friends with one of the Moors. But why, if you are more religious than of the primacy, do you come here? What brings you, little devil girl, here? I search answers. To what? And more importantly, for what? For my own mind. To? I will not sit here and give ammunition for the people with me to hurt me. They do not know me and most of them do not trust me. If you'd like to ask me questions, I would prefer to do it alone. Grim looks over at Roy and goes, Oh, what big britches she has. I don't, I don't mean to 
obviously you're, what, what's going on with you, Evelina, is none of my business, but I think if you opened up right now, uh, maybe the rest of my party here might be a little more trusting. Oh, I would not worry about whether or not the party trusts you. I would worry about where you think I will put you. As again, I hear him akin to God. So your religion is appreciated. But here I am worshipped. So I ask again a question that bears your safety in mind. Uh, Evan rolls his eyes. Perfect. Yeah, Roy's looking down at a watch that isn't there. He is right, though. He'll kill you. <laughs> or he might have me do it. I don't know. I look, I look unmoved in the face of death. Uh, she doesn't look, like, angry with this or anything like that. Uh, she just, she kind of makes it seem like, this is my everyday. My dad could have killed me at any moment and almost did several times. So I have my God with me. If I die, I die. Kind of like I, I stay like calm, cool and collected, but I don't seem shaken. May Saint Dynak protect me and may I be able to protect others. And I look at him. I look at this king God right in his eyes. I am looking to remove the, the dead bull from my head. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off, Istic. <laughs> Chick. Uh, Grim does know that there is, is a devilish... Is that a Fast devilish... and Furious reference? No, it's yes. a fucking Baldur's... Yes. Uh, Grim knows there's a devilish the family. Uh, influence in the, the Inquisitor. I have been able to protect myself, and I have been able to keep it behind locked doors. It does not affect me in my day-to-day, and I may speak to it in my dreams. I assumed this would be another test to be able to overcome, but I am learning more and more that this is just a means of control. I have been protected by my faith, and therefore I am not afraid to die, but I am afraid to live with this in my head. Wait, is this legit? (laughs) The the flowers remain a... a spotless shade of white. A, a, a somewhat softened look in a cocked head comes from Grimm, and he goes, Oh, dear little mortal, you wish to remove that? Well, as powerful as I am here, I cannot remove I can remove it. But... <laughs> All right, Volo. <laughs> and, uh... Adaru, Adaru gives Roy a smile and a nod when he says that. <laughs> uh, Gr- Grimm has... It... Grimm... Grimm? has tried to remove uh, possessions at some point, or, or he knows people who have tried, and he knows that in order to do to remove the devil from an Inquisitor, usually ends up in their death. It is, yes, surprisingly similar to removing a tadpole. That's fucking hilarious. How fucking dare they, they take our plot before we get a chance? Yes! Before we I get do, a chance. I do, uh, I look at him and I go, I believe it is my duty to remove this from myself. Uh, I will warn you that in my knowledge, it ends in death for you. Yeah, we could finish this but right now. It also, it also makes it more interesting how you and that Crestkin are opposed, as he clearly has a demonic influence. And I don't know how much you know about the other planes, but it is a hilarious comparison. I find you interesting. Quite, in fact, but temporary. But are they useful? Well, let's make a deal. 
and the most sinister smile you've ever seen anyone ever make creeps across the face of Grim. Grim, I've got to tell you, they've been very wary of obviously the food and the drink, so I don't know how receptive they'll be to a deal. Oh, I think that with their safety on the line, they'll be far more receptive. And I'll be very clear with the deal. If, if you would wish for some guidance, some help, or even some allowance, just the mere ability to allow you to move through here. So you're gonna give them money. Then I will ask, then I will ask but one thing. You will keep your material lives. You will not need to become Fey or anything of the sort. You will simply return the favor when asked. As I have many things on my plate, and I think that your usefulness could depend, could change from moment to moment. So you don't have a favor right now, but later? It is a later favor. When exactly? Well, you'll know favor, when favor, I call. If you will. <sighs> An open-ended favor for Faye. I don't like it. Oh, the two of you know too well what making deals will lead you to, but I think you've been in worse, and at least a favor for me could be fun. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a favor if it's under duress. Uh, do we have to say yes to this, or, or is the alternative death? What? The alternative is not death, it is inconvenience. For if you refuse my favor, then you refuse my help. And any, like a fake sadness uh, comes up on his face and he goes, and if you refuse my help, then, well, I'm just, I can't, I can't allow you to stay in my realm any longer. I will push you out. And where, well, it won't matter to me. And I will hunt you for funsies. Hold on, I gotta roll for it. <laughs> I'm not into it. This is a new character. I gotta find out what I'm into. Okay. Fair. I, I, I guess it's, it's super important. You know, it, it really helps. I'm an adult this time, so. It really helps set a framework, you know? <laughs> um. All right. So Evan is looking around. So I would like to use a story point. Oh. Oh, shit. Whoa. Oh, oh, wow. oh, this yeah, guy. This, this is out of nowhere. What? What is this? Um, it's going to finish that so, staff. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, I already did that. So earlier, like every time Roy looked away, he would look back and there'd be a little bit more on the staff, even though he said <laughs> no. It was one of those things like the second he looked away. And uh, so they were, hasn't really said much. And the story point is uh, they recite something in perfect Druidic that all of the shifters are taught, but they're taught it in perfect Druidic. And so most of them don't know it. But now he finally understands some of these words because, you know, he understands some druidic now. That's new for okay. him. Okay. Yeah, I love it. And uh, so he just looks grim in the face and says, "I am but a fire in the rush. Where I tread, I lay to waste, and in that waste soil I turn rich. That rekindled life may grow in turn. As I burn bright, may they know my intent. And as the flame, I will end suddenly. But as in my life, my end will bring new life." And then he just he follows up with grim. You do not make a deal with fire. You simply direct it where you wish it to burn. Our intents are aligned, are they not? <laughs> Your circle is quite fractured. I don't know what he said, but I like him. I didn't Your understand. Your circle is quite fractured, because you see, fire can also make a deal. You are just a part of the greater circle, something you no longer understand. 
But if you would like to learn, let us harbor connection. As it is clear you hold a piece of one of us with you. I've been nice enough to let that sit. He has a hidden blink puppy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a soft wolf out of one of his pouches. <laughs> Sir, are, are, we, are, we, are we allowing them? Uh, it seems that they are being relatively forthright with us, minus a couple things. Should we mm-hmm. tell them more information? If they agree to the deal, of course. You see, this deal also works as an alliance. And if you align yourself, then you may be privy to more information. If you allow me to get my maker out of here safely, I am willing to do what it is that you need me to do. Mm. Certainly, this deal I will elaborate on. King Grimm, King Grimm, she is the maker of every abomination that has fought on the Griffinport front lines. She is, if anyone. This deal is not predicated on you getting passage. Passage is just something that will be given. This deal is predicated on you aligning. You align with us. You forsake the primacy on what will, as I'm certain you know, be a magical word of honor. And uh, you're good. You are asking me to align myself with someone I have just met and never heard of and know not what they stand for. Fair. Then I will say this, if you forsake the primacy, then that's good enough. This battle that some of you are intent on fighting has been fought by many people long before you were even around. And they are always looking for help. And if you say yes to our deal, then you will be privy to what we have gathered in this war of information for decades. Some of you are looking for answers that may not be part of the battle, and he looks at Evelina, but still might benefit you. But if you are still an agent of the primacy... By the end of this conversation, then the conversation will change. A smile creeps across Grimm's face with a nod. Roy's rapier appears. I, I do need to make this clear. I'm not promising death if you don't take the deal. I will just not allow you to stay. The choice is yours. I get out my reliquary and start praying over a testicle. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your nuts. <laughs> I, I pull out that nut and I start praying over a testicle for guidance. Do you have a prayer at this point? I, I know we talked about it before, but maybe it's all, it's too short notice. Um, but. This one you have would a special be special ball prayer. Yeah. Do you have a nut? Ball do you have a prayer. nut prayer? Spectacles, testicles, prayer. wallet, and watch. <laughs> this prayer would be silent because I am praying for uh, guidance in this scenario. Sure. Um, while she prays. No, 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 no. Roll religion. Uh, I got a 22 with a nat 20. That's the best. With I a do. nat 20? Nat oh, 20. Holy shit. You're fucking religious. <laughs> I'm so religious. I don't know why I'm rolling religion, but I did it really well. So This testicle <laughs> helped me. So Evelina does- plus That's two? a good nut. Evelina doesn't know this, but the realm of the material plane is not a place that gods are capable of of reaching. They cannot come there at all. They only have power through people like Evelina. And Evelina has made prayers and has casted spells using the power of her deity. She knows her deity is real. But the thing about the Feywild is is that the gods can visit here. 
and you feel the presence of St. Dynak in a way you've never felt, as if the window has been left open, and the breeze can actually enter your home. St. Dynak rushes through, and everyone feels the presence of this deity, as a sort of protective aura goes across her and everyone around, and Grim can also sense that. Ooh, you are connected. In, in Dynak's presence, whether even though it's maybe not his actual physical presence, in his presence, Grim gives a small bow. Welcome. Well, it seems as though you don't need to take my tea. You have someone that will keep you safe, at least while here. But I would say it is in your best interest, for the sake of your goals, to take the tea, little one. His words are vaguely registered in the back of your mind, but because you did just feel God's presence in a way you've never felt before. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm still... Shook it. Shook it. Yeah. What do they call it? Religious ecstasy? Yeah, (laughs) I am... Candy, roll for it. Are you into it? (laughs) (laughs) Not sexually. I... Yeah, I think I think I feel protected by a father in the for the first time in my life, and uh, I'm a big fan, but I'm not sexually into it. That's good. Let's <laughs> good, not cross those wires. Reyes Reyes walks up and walks forward, and uh, he bows deeply, and he looks at he looks at Graham, and he goes, "If all I need to do is forsake the primacy, consider it done. Where do I make this deal?" Grim goes, I I knew I'd like you. <laughs> and, uh... Of course. Chef's character likes Chef's character? <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> and he walks forward. Grim has been standing. He wouldn't address people while sitting. But Grim walks forward and sticks out a hand. Because that's just the way it's always gone. And Reyes reaches out and shakes it. Alright, take your first level of Warlock. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> And I was going to be real excited if we were all going to get warlock powers and a handshake. <laughs> um, I mean, let's put you it could this all way. Get a boon. Who knows? It depends on how much you lean into that deal. I'm not going to say that that's not possible, but you'd have to like embrace that story beat. You know what I mean? Like if Reyes yeah. is down, da- like, like what kind of deal can I make? Then yeah, sure. But like Reyes is multi-class is again, bitch. <laughs> accepting that. All he need do is forsake the primacy and he will be given some modicum of safety and that a favor will be owed for that. But yeah, Finbari steps up too. It. Easy enough for me. I've been, for, I for, they forsook me a long time ago. Grim shakes his hand. All right. It's spiky, huh? Oh, great. Uh, a little blood is drawn for all these handshakes. Just a little. It makes the deals better. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, that's not shady at all. I do apologize. I merely can't help it. Uh, Finbari turns to, uh, the others, and he's like, I don't know if anybody else wants to get on board. Seems like the easiest way out, and they did offer more information. Uh, Nine walks up without question. Yeah, Grim shakes Nine's hand. It's interesting to make a deal with one such as you, and I do not know how this will affect you. I don't know. Um, I would like to talk possibly privately with you at some point, if that's okay. Secrets don't make friends. No. Grim squints when you say that and goes, I just, I, I I'll just consider have, this. I just have a few questions and I just needed to know if a thing was possible. He wants to ask you about the birds and the bees. <laughs> In the a nuts way, and the bolts. You're the one to ask. Yep, it's true. Uh, Grim squints and says, 
Well, deal is made. I'll, I'll make sure your questions are answered. Do, do you need my time specifically? You're the most powerful person I've ever met, so yeah. Give this a moment. When this resolves, I'll answer your questions. Need it be in private? Preferably. Mortals in their privacy. My god. That's kind of a thing, actually. Yes. Not a mortal. I, I, excuse me? As close as you um, I, I just want to point out that it's not so simple for sir, some of us, and he nods at Evelina, as, as a, a, a fairly important uh, actor in the conflicts. If I just turn coat, I don't think I can go back without signing a death warrant. Um, how, how, how is this a good idea for me? Grim's uh, viney eyebrows raise and he goes, Your death warrant is signed no matter what. You're hunted everywhere that's not the privacy. So you can choose to be hunted in the privacy or without. And there's no promises I'll put you back. So you make your choice. I'd like to remain a, uh, a prisoner of war here. You wish to join? To be discovered, but for now promise. I would like to be kept in your very polite prison for the time being. The chairs are quite nice. If I remember correctly, you did just tell Nine that she would make sure that her creator was safe. And she shook on that. Exactly. Mr. Uh, King Grimm. Thank you for you. Sir King Grimm. I... sure... I can keep her safe here. The, the, the nun, could you please bring me closer to the large man? Though I cannot promise you the amount of time you'll be here, because time here is different. Uh, nothing is certain. We just make do with the materials we have at hand. Uh, Certainly. I, I pick her up and I bring her forward. M Martha shakes. To your continued prisonership. Because he has to specify the, the change of the deal. Huzzah. And he shakes. So it's Evelina and Adaru, right? Mm-hmm. I love that that's the two of you last. <laughs> <laughs> We're the ones that really don't trust anyone. Yeah. I will give you... I love that for I you. Will, I will make it clear that what I've given you in the scheme of time, as you know it, is more than I have to give. So I would suggest you make your decisions. Evelina, if you choose to not accept the deal, that is fine. And you will be safe but you will not be remaining here with them and learning what they learn. This choice is yours. I will not hurt you, but I did make it clear. If you wish to stay, you take the deal. And if you wish to learn, it would behoove you. Would you know the name, if given the moniker, of that that lives inside of me? There is much I could find. I cannot guarantee, but I can assure you that... My reach is far greater than yours will ever be. And while here, you will have greater contact with your god. So, what you may learn is greatly improved. I will only shake and give you an open-ended favor if you look into this for me. If you can find me a name. If you can give me your word that you will try your hardest to find me this name so that I may banish it. Again, forsake the primacy and the deal is done. All need be done is forsake them, for I cannot give you information that will end up biting me in my thorny ass. I look at Adaru, um, unlikely friends here, and I... Uh, Adaru's gonna capitalize on her paws. This morning when I woke, I woke a friend to your cause and a friend to your people. I woke an agent against the pir primacy. 
I woke an agent which to destroy their primacy, a fire created for the sole purpose of their destruction to burn against them, to render what they have back to the earth as it may be grown. And in that moment, from that moment, all moments before, I have been your ally. And yet you offer to me to owe you a favor to be permitted to continue to be your ally. That does not sound too much of a deal to me. Roll persuasion. <laughs> it should be of note that the Broken Circle has neither been an ally nor an enemy to us for quite some time. We haven't spoken to them or anyone from that order. That's not going to find the numbers. That's an 11. Wait, no, it might be worse than that. Yeah, it's a 7. Um, You are not, as expressed, you are not explicitly our ally. You are explicitly a enemy of the primacy. I'll give you that. You get that one for free. How about this? To prove your usefulness, to hold true to the something for something, the quid pro quo, I am such a fan of, then I'll give you this. You and your piece of our world. If you wish to reconnect with us, then this is the groundwork you lay. As, as, as a druid, you should be connected to us. And the fact that the circle you're supposed to be a part of is not, is concerning. There's sort of a, a commotion from a side door as uh, this, this figure, this tiny, this tiny figure is running in and like kind of quietly trying to get Evan's attention as it, as it runs forward. And uh, it seems to be this str uh, strange character uh, with a red cap. Going, ah, uh, hey, hey, and, and he gets close to Evan. Evan's like, like looking down at him, like you are interrupting a very important hearing. I mean, no ill will to the Lord here in His kingdom, but an arrangement, a favor made under point of sword and threat, is not more than imprisonment. And I think we can all agree that my people know what I, I am is. not putting you under sword. If you were under sword, your head would be off. I have told you the deal is so that you may stay. Otherwise, you may go, and you will be gone alone in an unknown area. Whether you're safe or not is not my decision. It is simply if you go to a place like like to be or to any fucking where else. Kingrim, Kingrim. Uh, new new information has been brought to me. Uh, from Autumn. This one bears uh, information saying that uh, this druid is here on behest of the spirit of the Silverian forest, long dead. Eyebrows raise. Though he wouldn't have you believe that if you ask him. Interesting. Well, it appears as though you really are connected to that piece you hold of. It appears that uh, a David the Gnome is requesting a chance to uh, cash in a favor owed to his old master. Well, a favor for a favor. Done. I suppose we'll consider this resolved then, which is good. We have much to talk about. I'm glad we came mm. to a agreement. Well, hold on. One agreement. One left. Evelina, we have, have we agreed? I told you I would give you what I could. Is, are we clear? He sticks his hand up. Yeah, I, 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 I will state that it is kind of established that Evelina has been the most honest out of everybody in the group, ironically, with no, a few absolutely. questions. And also, the interference of St. Dynak has made it a bit of a, mm, she, might, she might not need to shake on this necessarily, other than a verbal agreement. Yes. The, okay. I put my hand out, but I understand if she doesn't shake as long as I get the sure. 
Put a cup in it. Have some wine. Yeah. <laughs> I put a yeah, cup she in puts it. A cup in and it. I toast. Uh, a deal is a deal. Clink. And he drinks the drinks deep from the cup. All right. Well. It is good Valerian wine. Oh, good. We have better here, but it's good. Evan says, did you say Valerian? Bring that with us. We're to the war room. I have much to discuss with all of you. There is a lot that I feel you should all know. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, all of you. Please, follow Evan. Number nine. May I take my yes. Yes, this is your moment. <laughs> uh, Finbogging, if you don't mind. Huh? What? What? Martha? Oh, you want me to. Oh, Alright. Um, hey, Evelina, could you, could you help me? She's. I'm not as spry as I used to be. I go, I can carry her. I go to pick her up. And I. Before. After that toast, I'm still looking at Grim. And I just say, The Breaker of Wolves. Pick her up and off I walk. When everyone else leaves the room, Adair was the last, and Adair stops at nine. Nine. You and your little ones know that I be coming from a troubled place. Are you sure you wish to be alone? I can either stay with you or leave at your preference. I mean, you can take point one and point two. I'll be, I'll be right there, I promise. As you wish. And Adair leaves with the little ones. Um, hello, King Grim. Um, I just had one question. Um, and you know, earlier you called me immortal, and I kind of corrected you. But do you know if it's possible to change someone mortal? Grim in the past has been able to see the presence of life in its connection to a seed of the world tree. So, you know, strands of life connect to the seeds. And I assume that's become more powerful now. Yes, very much so. Um, do I see that with all of these beings now? Some connection to a seed, especially since there's kind of a seed nearby, even though it's a demonic one, but like... As Grim looks at number nine, uh, Grim has like like life force vision, and one of the things that has made nine so interesting to King Grim is that nine doesn't just look like they have a the life force from a seed. The energy coming off of nine is identical to that of a seed. You are not a normal golem or creation. You contain within you the energy of a seed of the world tree, and that is life. The life energy that beats within cities and, and towns and communities. It beats within your world and many others. So when I refer to you as immortal, I don't merely mention that you are like the kin. You, you are as close to one as any creature could get, to my estimation. That is confusing, if I'm being honest. I don't... In fact, what are those in your bag, Lisa? May I? Uh, yeah. And he reaches in and he pulls out these, the two cores and he goes, Just as you contain that energy, these contain that energy. I do not know exactly what these are, but within these and within you is the energy of life life force, as it were, creation itself. Something I am quite familiar with these days. I, I see, but I, very specifically, I, uh, you know, I, I, I yearn to feel the things that mortals do. I would, I would like to eat, I would like to feel. I don't know, that's, a, that's even a possibility for me. As I said when you asked that question, here may a great many things that do not normally contain life, contain life. They live experiences. I've met rocks that eat, and wind 
that sleeps. It is quite likely you become like them, I would think. But I cannot make you any promises. I will look into it for you. I would appreciate that immensely. You may need to leave one of these with me, though. Yeah, sure. You may, uh, here's 75. You're doing, uh, far more than I asked of you, and I thank you. I will. Call it a soft spot for those things that intrigue me. Thank you. Thank you. Hey Tavern Goers, thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Etheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rask, Ryan Santos as Number Nine, Katie Mischief as Evelina Chopin, and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. Check the show notes to find where you can follow us on social media, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlit tavern, or at ko-fi.com backslash torchlit tavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bredeagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bred Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories. Guys, I can cast Good Nut on Ryan's core and eat her. <laughs> She's a seed. We can eat nine. One and two and three and two and one.